All I want to know to start is uh, Danny's theories about the moon. Can you go into those <laughs> elaborately? Ah, uh, yes. Let's see if my brain is working. So, <laughs> Harry Potter mode. All right, refresh. Okay, so I was reading the chapter before we're on right now. So it was 18 or 19, wherever the moon comes out and Lupin starts freaking out. That must have been the beginning of 19. And uh, I was questioning how all of this werewolf stuff works because it seemed like it was the moment when the clouds cleared and that's what caused him to go into his werewolf mode. So I kind of wanted to break that down and understand it. So I was pausing on that and then I thought, well, I can actually look this up and understand the moon phase because uh, the moon's pretty consistent. So I looked at the historical um, moon phase calculator (laughs) online and realized that in 1994, which is the year it's supposed to be, um, it was not a full moon on June 6th, which is the day we know this is. So how do we know it's that date? The date was mentioned a few times and it comes up here in chapter 21 because they're traveling in time. So it comes up again. We know that it's the 6th because uh, it was when Buckbeak was being executed so there were a lot of official documents from the ministry of magic saying on this day june the 6th um although they didn't say the year which is a little weird um but knowing that it was easy to find it and also easy to see that uh it was not a full moon on june 6th so i did a little more research i was like trying to look at other holidays from parts of the book like uh valentine's day but they didn't do a little uh, dinner or like roses or anything. I tried to look at other holidays where maybe Lupin was around. Um, but the only other one that lined up was September 1st. We know where he was because they were on the train. We know it was dark because it's always dark. Uh, although I guess the moon being out doesn't really relate to darkness. But either way, it was one of those things where uh, I looked and realized on the first it was a full moon. And yet Lupin was sitting on the train like it was no big deal. Um so my conclusion is not that JK uh, messed up her moon phases. <laughs> it is that she there was a, a massive uh, mistake with time traveling uh, where the Ministry of Magic has a mega time traveler and they accidentally brought all of humanity back one year and nobody even knows it. At least the majority of people don't know it because in 1993... It was a full moon on June 6th. So again, the timing is interesting with the clouds parting. (laughs) So my theory is there is an element of direct moonlight that matters. That could speed up the werewolf process. But even if there was no direct moonlight and he was buried in a dungeon, you know, 100 feet below ground, he would still turn into a werewolf at a certain point when the full moon reaches it like peak. But when you're exposed to direct moonlight, it probably accelerates that. So because it was the direct moonlight, I think he turned right then. But even if he didn't, he probably only had another hour or so. It's the only theory that kind of makes sense to me. Um, (laughs) Time travel and uh, something weird about the werewolf. Like, I don't know. Like there is direct moonlight matters to a degree. But it obviously can't be the only thing. There's there's theories on this on Reddit too. People love it, the idea because um, Lupin sleeps on the train 
The date is the 1st of September, 1993, and there was a full moon the previous night. So that's why he's like hung over in the oh. train. Oh, wait. Um, okay. But, so, but according to your theory, these things don't line up very well because unless this is the year where they chose to go back in time and they like, right. They went completely back in time for one year and no one really knows. Or Hermione made a giant mistake with her device. And nobody wow. even knows. And she accidentally blasted all of the humanity back a year, mid-year. Wow. Um, wow, that would be intense, actually. I don't think Hermione's device is powerful enough for that. But uh, maybe they didn't know how it would interact with something else at Hogwarts. And then all of a sudden, mid-year, she blasts everyone back to 93. It's the only way that September 1st could be a full moon and <laughs> yeah. June 6th. It has to be in between that but somewhere. The being hungover part, it doesn't feel like it makes sense because that would be like he would only be a werewolf for like 24 hours. Yeah. But isn't it multiple days? Isn't it a while? Like I, I was under the impression that like it hits the full moon and it's not that like the night before he becomes werewolf. At the moment where the moon is most full, he becomes a werewolf, and then it like wears off over like a werewolf wears off <laughs> um, nice over the next few days. But like, how long is he a werewolf? Because they're in the Shrieking Shack, like hanging out and stuff. Um, I was thinking three days. I always thought it was a day because I thought oh, it was interesting. Just the, just the only the one day that it was a full moon that was when he transformed. And right after that, he had like severe injuries and he had to recover from hmm. that because he was like it was like a hangover yeah but i always just pictured it being one day that can make sense i was picturing <clears> that too yeah yeah but it still takes some time to adjust back to humanity that's yeah. why he's like a little hungover that can make sense so the question is hmm. what did hermione mess up on or <laughs> if we're not even taking that what date do you think they would go back in time like what year would they try to like Go back and oh, correct yeah, the yeah, fix. Yeah. Is that like well, something in World War One or World it War II? It feels like it would have had. It would have to be like at a time when I don't know. I guess they didn't fully understand the implications of uh, time travel, mm. and so now it feels like they've got strict rules. There's probably a time travel council at the Ministry of Magic mm. that McGonagall had to get the approval from for Hermione to even use it. Uh, side note: That's ridiculous that they even gave a student such yeah. power, mm -hmm. but. Yeah. I don't care how smart you are. No student should have a time turner. <laughs> so I think then that uh, at some point they made some mistakes. The Ministry of Magic or the guy who originally invented the time traveling spells and devices. Uh, and at some point in there, they probably lost track of what year it even was. Huh. They're like, we just we moved around too much. We changed things. We are controlling the radius. Like Hermione gets to turn that little thing and... What did Harry have to do? Like put his arm around her or like, the, oh, the necklace had to yeah, be around him too. Around him, yeah. yeah. So like at some point they didn't understand how that all worked and they built a device and boom, blasted everyone back a year. Um, <laughs> but we don't know a lot about it yet. But if Hermione, a student, not even like, well, she's an advanced student, but she's not, she's a third year, you know, they give her this device. That means that, uh, Big bad wizards, dark wizards, Grindelwald maybe. Back in the day when Dumbledore and Grindelwald were fighting it out, Hitler had time travel or he was close to getting it done. <laughs> so uh, I don't know. Things have definitely gone wrong in the past on this one.
the time turners open up a whole different aspect of discussion too that we'll get to but oh as soon as you introduce time travel it feels like it becomes the ultimate power like now all of a sudden i'm like that must be what voldemort was after to begin yeah. with he wants to have control over time travel because once you can do that you're set and then the same goes for people fighting voldemort they're like oh wow something crazy goes on you know go back in time and, and fix things and make sure voldemort never rises to power yeah do you think this is going to be a major plot hole in the future they're going to try to like it's going to be like a time heist <laughs> like i the think avengers she, yeah ultimately right that's a good example like i think jk had to make a choice whether the whole rest of the series is going to be about time travel or whether she drops it right now and never touches the subject again because yeah it's kind of dicey that is really interesting though we'll talk about this more as we go on but anyway welcome to the podcast i'm john jen danny and Kristen. And this is Harry Potter and the First Time Readers. <clears throat> so we have officially caught the releases of the podcast up to the recordings of the podcast. We recorded this episode only two days ago on Saturday, and we are starting the reading of Harry Potter, Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. Yes, book four, one of some of our favorite books. Love this book so much. We're starting this one this week. So read along with us. We are reading the first five chapters of this book. What I'm going to do is on our subreddit, I'm going to open up just, I guess, like uh, a discussion board for each of this, the uh, chapters that we're discussing. So what you can do is you can read them along with us and then listen to the podcast after. But while you're reading, come up with like interesting things that you know. I want this to be a community experience because my sight on this book is only so much. I would love for other people to get um, differing things, maybe different questions you want to ask Jen and Danny and Kristen too as a has like a second time reader. So that's going to be fun. This whole week we're talking about the first five chapters of Goblet of Fire. Very exciting. We're also going to dabble into the movie too, the, the uh, movie podcast. We're right now it's Saturday. We're probably going to watch this tomorrow on Sunday and we might record on Sunday as well, but we might um, wait till the middle of the week to record. But <laughs> if you have any thoughts on the movie too, there's a few scenes that I hate um, in the movie and I, I uh, will mention them later in this podcast. But here's the question that I want to raise on the subreddit. If you were to rank the movies, what would you rank as the best and what would you rank as the worst? Because this movie is a good movie. I'm excited to uh, watch this one. There's some issues that I have with it. Obviously, like every Harry Potter reader, they have issues with the books. But this is a very, very good movie. I'm excited to watch it. Um, so follow along on our subreddit, r slash firsttimereaders. Also, give us a rating and review. You do not understand how much that helps a podcast. If you give us good ratings and good reviews, more people will find this podcast. The community will grow and will become just an unstoppable force of nerds reading Harry Potter and wanting to vicariously live through other people who are reading Harry Potter first <laughs> for the first time. Um, so follow our subreddit, rate us and review us. Enjoy this podcast. We are so grateful for you. Our numbers are always increasing. It's so much fun to just check how many people are loving this journey that we're going on. So enjoy this podcast on the last two chapters of the prisoner of Azkaban. <laughs> Let's dive into these chapters. We are in chapter 21 Hermione's secret so can any of you guys give me a summary of this chapter we only have two chapters left Hermione's secret was when 
Dumbledore gives the okay for Hermione and Harry to go to use the what was the exact name of that thing? Is the time turner? turner. Oh, a time turner. Um, to go back three hours so that way they could save more innocent lives is yeah. what Dumbledore kind of yeah. said. Um, and then it just goes into what that looks like saving Buckbeak and Sirius Black. Um, and then uh, you see Harry, the Patronus and Harry, um, Harry's Patronus. But we don't get what that is until the next chapter. Yeah. Yep. That was perfect. Um, this one opens up to with them all going into the hospital wing and Harry kind of wakes up. And he hears a few words. He says, you surely don't believe a word of black story, Snape whispered, his eyes fixed on Dumbledore's face. Mm -hmm. I wish to speak to Harry and Hermione alone, Dumbledore repeated. So he kicks them all out and then the, this, the whole plot unhatches. But what do, you think that, uh, what do you think about the dynamic between Snape and Dumbledore in this book? Like, what is their relationship? It still seems like Dumbledore is like his superior and he yeah. does respect him in a way. And Dumbledore, I don't know, he just... It's quick to like dismiss Snape in a way. Mm. I don't know. It felt like Snape was trying to prove himself. Yeah, to yeah. Dumbledore, big time. Oh, he, like he wanted yeah. to be like, believe me, believe me. Mm. That's what I was taking from it. Yeah. It and even then, feels like that's why he went to the Shrieking Shack to begin with almost. Yeah. Like he wanted to like mm. get a win. Look right. what I did, Dumbledore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, their dynamic is really interesting. I think it's one of the more interesting in the book so far. You don't exactly know what's happening between them. But it seems like Dumbledore, right, is the one with more power and yeah. Snape is definitely trying to prove himself. But you're wondering if that's just because Dumbledore is such a powerful wizard and Snape is really impressed and he wants to aspire to be like him or impress one of the best wizards of the age or if it's like some other reason that happened. Um, a part of me, though, kind of feels because Dumbledore allowed Lupin to come to school. So then I guess some weird way I'm like... The power that Dumbledore has, or he kind of, like, I feel like Snape is kind of, like, um, maybe, like, angry or bitter in a way, possibly, at Dumbledore for, like, certain things that, to the normal wizard, <laughs> um, seems crazy. Like, why would you allow that or, like, some unfathomable, um, yeah like allowing and, things to yeah and since happen. he was kind of a direct result like his life was put in danger yes it's probably right. like what about me yeah mm. what about me do i matter mm. I, I feel like that's what he was kind of saying and proving mm. like do i matter because mm -hmm. he picks yeah dumbledore just picks interesting people right. and believes the ones that are like the odd ones out or like the underdog and snape is, i feel like comes in like but i have all this evidence or right. i've never let you wrong like why mm -hmm. don't you listen to me yeah that's so good snape's an interesting character too um there's another good line in this one too where as soon as snape leaves the trio or the duo right here goes, you believe us. And Dumbledore says, yes, I do. He said calmly, but I have no power to make other men see the truth. Which I think is really interesting too. That's a great line. But we talked about this in the intro, but what do you guys think of the whole time turner idea? Is that a little, a little too crazy? <sighs> yes. Yeah. yeah. Also, Danny in our previous podcast mentioned something along yeah. the lines like, oh, he, she has something and it could be a time trout traveling yeah 
device or something. You mentioned that really mm-hmm. briefly with like yeah. Hermione going oh, to Oh, with the clone like time that. where I was <laughs> yeah. like, ah, yeah. Or something slipped out of her cloak, right? That's yeah. 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 Yes. Oh, yeah. Going up the stairs. Yep. <laughs> and then he, another interesting one. Have you ever felt like you ran into a past or future version of yourself? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> like you? Whoa, the time turners exist. You're like walking down the street being like, is that me? <laughs> I feel like I've witnessed. No, I haven't. I've, people have witnessed like doppelgangers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, I feel like I met you, but it wasn't you. <laughs> but I mean. Mm. I guess it's maybe like what deja vu is a little bit too. You're like, I've been here before. Oh, maybe. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I haven't had that happen in a long time. Mm. Yeah, but the time turners. I mentioned since they exist who in the world gets to use them mm-hmm. and what are the parameters in getting to use one because like you mentioned Danny like that's a big deal huge and the fact that a student got one I want to know the parameters but then that's I, a, I don't know what I'm gonna go off that for one second like Hermione why is she like this special student that is allowed to use that and why does yeah. she have to take all these classes that's what I didn't understand like haven't other smart wizards come through here and they all got this time traveling device or yeah. Yeah. I just don't get what's so special about her even maybe, though I love her, right maybe, right maybe like, McGonagall saw something in her maybe she has like, she done you know, this before her. I don't yeah right I mean the marauders they were fifth years when they did the map and stuff and maybe they had access at least one of them did and then it was supposed to be a secret and then they didn't keep it a secret. They all mm. used it together. Mm. And that's how they were able to spend more time in the library researching these things. Maybe uh, there's mm. some possibilities there. Or with a time device, could you... Is that a shortcut to the Animagus thing? Like, could you use hmm. time travel? That's interesting. Make that easier? I'm trying to think of... You read the steps of like, wait a month or <laughs> yes. don't eat for a certain amount of time. But how many time traveler devices are there? Well, like, oh, for example, the thing that has to sit in your mouth, like a leaf or something for a month, like if you don't have a month, you could just in one hour go back thousands of times, however many hours are in a month, and then you could get it done quicker. So I don't know if they're... If there's a way to shorten the process, but there I feel might like that be would a way. Be, I feel like that would definitely would be achieved. You'd be like a weird version of an animal. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, like a mutant <laughs> animal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> your your next heartbeat. You're like, oh, you're gonna become a centipede or something <laughs> stupid. No, no, I take it back. Because <laughs> other students must have had this thing. Hermione can't be the first. I think so. That's a really interesting question too. I think the best students at Hogwarts, if we're ranking so far who we think are the greatest students that have ever walked through Hogwarts, I feel like Voldemort Mm. and then Hermione is number two. Wow, number two. I feel like she is. I feel like it's kind of like this student is exceptional. She has not, I guarantee you she hasn't scored a below 100 on any test or quiz or anything that she's had. Except for maybe the Defense Against the Dark Arts. She ran out of the bogger freaking out. What about the divin- uh, Divination? Yeah, that was divination. too good for her. She just dropped that. That's not, it's a, that's a stupid class. Anyway. Yeah, I was going to oh, say. Okay. It feels okay. like, so it, uh, I don't know. I'm still waiting <laughs> for other things to come true. get a time traveling thing. Yeah. I cannot. Maybe it hasn't been around that long. Maybe it's like a new thing. And maybe this is a part of the plot where 
he got one or something like that. And this is where the whole plot went wrong that he saw something in the potters or saw something in the last potter went forward and like needs to destroy Harry for some reason. Like that maybe <laughs> Harry is like the wizarding equivalent of Hitler and Voldemort is actually doing a service <laughs> trying to go back and kill baby Hitler. Oh baby my Harry. God. Because Grindelwald is actually Harry and Dumbledore <laughs> oh. has to kill him in 1945 Whoa. after Harry time travels back. Okay, I'm I was going to say my brain can't keep up right now. <laughs> <laughs> way too fan fiction for you this. Guys be so good. He, he These was are really the kinds of it. things that all of a sudden can come up when you time travel. So I have to believe that Hermione's time travel device, what's but it called? A time turner. Time I keep turner. making up a new I'm name. Uh, the time turner. It has to be pretty limited. Like she can turn it back five clicks max. Yeah. And then there is someone who has a bigger one, a better one. Maybe McGonagall does. And so if anything goes really wrong, McGonagall could trump that by going farther back and preventing Hermione from using it to begin with. Hmm. But then, then I don't understand because then the whole premise of Harry Potter's parents dying and Voldemort being like losing all his powers doesn't make sense because you could time travel and just keep redoing it. And like um, if like Lupin had it or Sirius Black had like could get their hands on it, they could just go back in time and then change who the secret keeper is. And like yeah. all these things that we're saying, it's like, the book would be so different. I don't know. The story yeah. would be so Well, that's different. why there's got to be serious parameters. Like, yeah. And like how many of, of them Yeah, are. and also we're but, thinking of it in like one frame of reference, but I'm also thinking like when they went back in time, they didn't change anything. What they did was already done. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And like, they couldn't be seen at all. Right. And it, I, for me, it works for Hermione because she's a rule follower. So yeah. like... You know, because she was so adamant when they used it. To yeah. Her, like, we can't be seen, mm-hmm. you know. So I feel like McGonagall saw that in her. And she had to write several times to the Ministry of Magic, right? Yeah. To convince them. So that's why I'm mm-hmm. like, what are the parameters? Yeah. How, you know, it's got to be, it has to be tight for them to not just give Still, it to that is shocking to me that the Ministry of Magic would even just let her, a student have one. I don't care how many times you're writing. We're not giving a eighth grader. A freaking time turner. Like, yeah, we're not going to let them control time. They also throw time. anyone else into Azkaban. Oh, like Hagrid. <laughs> they, you go they're in. so incompetent yeah, yeah, yeah. right now. No, I don't trust them. That is a great point. But I, oh man, I don't trust the Ministry of Magic. I'm part of the, uh, the rebellion here. But I also feel like they must be pretty experienced. And there must be, if they're trusting Hermione, and we think that's a bad thing, there also must be a reason. I like to believe whoever is in charge of making that decision is a good person. Mm. And they're a professional time traveler. Mm. They didn't ah, get to the committee yeah. from just random chance. Mm-hmm. They might have invented this thing for all we know. Yeah. And, oh, how does that work with aging? Well, that's a separate thing. But like, if this person is approving it, it may be because Hermione is needed for something. Like, hey, she's super powerful and mm-hmm. she's going to be sure. one of the greatest wizards of all time. And I already know that because I've seen her in the future and she does great things. But we need to train her in specific ways now to prepare her for what's coming. Mm. Give her the time thing so she can take all the classes. This has uh, a lot of Marvel similarities. If any of you guys mm. have seen Loki this series, it's like there's the one guy. Oh, yeah, I didn't finish I it. I forgot exactly what, but well, I'm not going to spoil that then. But like <laughs> like uh, people, this, this guy, there's got to be some guy in the Harry Potter universe who essentially controls time and time turners. And he's the one that gives permission for people to do certain things. Maybe he was the one that created it and no one else can create it because that's another oh, point yeah, too. Oh, yeah, nice. If, if this thing 
if time turners are just able to be created, then why wouldn't Voldemort create one? He's an insanely powerful right. wizard. Same thing with the Marauders map. Yeah. I am so curious how this magic actually forms and the structure of some of this, how it begins, unless it's just like yeah. unexplainable deep magic that they kind of go in the book with. Because making a time turner must be insane. But yeah. I guess my theory is one guy probably did it, like you're you're talking about, Danny. Mm. And he's the one that controls. He knows the whole timeline, so like he'll give it to people. And if they try to jump out of line, I'm sure he'll like jump into place and like prevent them from right. doing something. So is right. there like one time turner? I feel like there's the probably multiple, keeper. but there's probably Father a time keeper time. Okay. Time or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> the creator of it that's yeah. in control. Yeah. But then he has to live forever. Yeah. Right. I guess he can. I was going to say, which keeps going. Can he though? Because <laughs> also Hermione aged more than she should have yeah. this year. She went back in time. And every time she went back in time, it's not like a pause on time. Her body continued to age. Yeah. I'm just assuming, right? Like that would be, that would make sense. So even though she packed more classes into one year in like the prime timeline, she went back in time multiple times. So it's almost like she is three and a half years into school. But I granted, she didn't have to go back that many times, only each individual class. She's a rule follower. Would she go back to study? She's sitting in the library. It's huh. late. She doesn't know what she needs to. Turn it back an hour. Keep studying. Do more homework. I feel like that'd be hard for but her to resist. What happens if she like, yeah. fell asleep, though? Well, she did. I was going right? to say that one yeah. moment that she freaked out. Didn't she miss? Yeah, she missed charms. Yeah. She missed, she missed, she missed can you use it after that? But huh. if she's going back and... No, you know. Yeah, wait. But she didn't go back to take it? Or it was too late? I guess it was too late. Wait. Maybe that's why the parameters are on it. Maybe they say you can right. only go back during school hours <laughs> to take it. But she fell asleep in the common room. And again, maybe the other thing is too that Harry and Ron came in and realized that she missed charms. So oh, they, yes. they couldn't go back and change that because oh, she already oh, like yeah. she missed it. So it would be completely crazy in their mind if uh but the thing they went is, back and took it. Again with like the time travel thing that's so weird to wrap our minds around, like if she missed charms, realized and went back from Harry and Ron's perspective she would never have missed it to begin with because yeah. she would have walked in from the start of class. So it never would have been a red flag for them because she already in the future went back in time and was never, never missed the class, if that makes sense. But, but that, that's, that's meddling with one. time too much though. You're right. You're right. Because like, I think they, it would make them go crazy. You're right. The There'd only be something reason in their mind, they'd be like, she wasn't there, but she was there. Like, oh, and that's, you're right. Split. You're right. Because the only reason she knew she missed the class is because they told yeah. her she missed. So it was too late to go back. Yeah. Because she already missed it. Terrible things happen mm. to wizards who meddle with time. Wait, is that a quote? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Who said it? Hermione. Oh, oh like, my. But that sounds like something that comes out of the uh, the Father Time handbook or something. Yeah, seriously, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know there's wow. got to be a rule book. But yeah, there are rules, right? She had to do a class on time travel to start. What do you guys think you would do if you had one day with the time turner? You can get sentimental or mm. fun or... <laughs> oh, it's oh, like uh, about time. Yeah, exactly. But you only have one day. Great movie, by the way. Oh, someone on Reddit answered this one and they said, um, it's kind of a matter between all the time in the world or all the money in the world. My answer to that question is I would have all the time in the world. With all the time in the world, if I wanted to be rich and have all the money in the world, I could do that. So for me, having a time turner, I feel like I would be able to either own multiple companies and have multiple jobs while still spending time with family. Obviously, it'd be tricky, but... 
<laughs> I would hope I wouldn't go mad or crazy, but that's what they do. Uh, just being a being able to be in one more than one place at one time, um, like the productivity that you can have, kind of what Hermione was doing. Mm. Would I feel be like my cool. mind would just yeah, I know. it would be too much. I know. <laughs> like I can't keep up with myself you, anymore. Yeah. <laughs> you need like detailed schedules of what you're gonna do. It'd be it'd be tiring. Oof, yeah. But that's kind of true. You could spend time with people and still be kind of rich at the same time. But what would you guys do if if you only had one day? Mm. Wait, can Gosh, you go forward in time like... in this? Like she never yeah. turns it forward. It was always Let's say back. you can. Ah, okay, nice. So we we could go anywhere. Yeah. I don't our, I yeah. don't know if you can actually go forward in time. I don't think so in the in this. You want to know about the future? No, no, not the future. <laughs> but I just meant if we only had one day, and then we went back. Like I want to see what I was like when I was four, or I want to go back to biblical times i want to see uh rome uh, in its prime then do i have to live for the rest of my life from that time or can oh, i say it's okay. been a great day Boop, back to the oh, present yeah, yeah. you know so like that, okay yeah, can, yeah for sure so like you can go back in one day or something yeah like yeah that. yeah so it can be your own life it could be like roman history whatever whatever, whatever you want hmm. oh maybe i'd like i didn't even think that maybe this is why i need you to talk you pull me out of my box <laughs> ah, <laughs> like, yeah. i'm only thinking small anyway. doses <laughs> only the 30 something years <laughs> i feel like there are like very noble things that could be done but i wouldn't do them yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like you could do Same. a lot of things but i feel like i would have to go back in my own life i'd probably keep it there as tempting as it would be to go back to cool parts in history mm. um yeah or, well, oh, like, yeah, and even like people who have passed away, ones. like, like oh, yeah, that'd yeah. be pretty cool. Like more time with my yeah. grandparents or something. See them once. Um, yeah. But there are a lot of really cool things you could do in history to save people or prevent bad things from happening yeah. or mm. warn people. Oh, you just reminded me of something. I would go before my time because then Ooh, I would nice. meet my mom's mom. Whoa, Who I never cool. got to meet. Hmm. I was thinking that about my dad. Yeah. Right. You, you wouldn't be able that. to tell her who you are. But you could still right. run into her by chance. And I can know her. Yes, I feel exactly. Like, I feel like we were kindred spirits. I feel like we would have been really close. Mm. Just like stop by in a coffee shop and just have a conversation. Yeah, with yeah, her. yeah. Yes. When Aww. she's sipping it and like you guys just hit right. it off. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Morning tears over here. Well, now that's going to be in my head next time I meet a random playful stranger. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> you are my great grandchild. Travel back in time to meet me. <laughs> why are we hitting it off? That's so why good. you're being so nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh that's so that's great that's a good answer is your book falling apart uh yes oh that's unfortunate of all the books that i got on the auction site same one that i got my wands from this was the worst one okay pages are falling out <laughs> oh, no it's in pieces but you know what we made it through. loved we made it through. and every page was there nothing was missing <laughs> they're just in rushing <laughs> I think I'd probably do the same with my time turner. I'd probably go back to my uh, mom's mom too. She was great. And she was my grandparent who died first. But just going back and spending time with her would be great. It'd be so fun. I even had like a cousin that passed like way too young, mm. married and family. That would have been fun to mm. have another full day. He was a child at heart. But mm. I realized he passed. When I'm at this age, he passed at 29 from like mm. a heart, Man. a massive like heart attack. And I'm that's like, young. oh my gosh, I thought that was older because yeah. I was younger. And I'm like, that's really young. Yeah. And he was so fun. Like, he would always play games with a car. He was teaching me how to play poker. He was teaching me all these different, like, fun games. And so that would have been fun to go back. 
It is crazy. Your perception of time changes too. Like my grandma, my mom's mom passed away when she was 64. Wow. My mom is 66 now. Yeah. And when she hit 64, mm. I was like, wow, mom, know, you're so right? young. Yeah. <laughs> so sad that your mom passed away this age. She was an, she was an incredible woman too. But just spending a day like going, mm. being able to like hug your cousin or like mm-hmm. your uh, mm. grandma. Yeah. yeah. No, that'd be so nice. There's a line in the final episode of The Office where Andy says, I wish mm. there was a way you could know you're in the good old days before they're over oh. or like something along those lines. Like maybe in the future, we're going to want to come back to this I know. day. Yeah, seriously. We're living the dream right now. I was going to say, cherish it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're up at 9 a.m. on a Saturday morning recording this podcast. What's better than that, guys? (laughs) I love this. We're all living for this. He's living his dream. (laughs) Uh, This chapter keeps going on, too. They're going back in time. They save Buckbeak. Um, They're figuring this whole thing out. Which we called that he didn't die. I know. Yeah, you nailed that. I was like, he didn't die. (laughs) Which was an unmistakable thud. Unmistakable. No, because then it, but it, it makes me wonder because the way she describes things, it's like the time with the time traveling, it's the same sounds and the same. um, (laughs) (laughs) It's the same people and everything, but like, so the the executioner threw his axe, and then Hagrid goes, "Oh no," or whatever. But when he's time traveling, he, the same phrases is happening. But he, it, so it sounded as though the head of Buckbeat fell and hit the ground. But it was actually the axe that hit the ground. And then mm. Hagrid is saying, "Oh no!" But he actually means it in a positive, excited way. So it's just so interesting to me that it's the same um, wording and the same yeah. actions. And- yeah. yeah, like no, like nothing actually changed when they went back and in that's time. That's the you know, point like, of that all this time turner yeah. thing. Yeah. But it was just because I, I was like, I felt like I read it like that. Like he threw the axe. Like I, when I first read, I'm like, I don't believe this. Like I <laughs> Why think didn't they it's turn fake. around and look. I know. And I guess- also, the part that annoys me is that you didn't need to go back in time to do what they did. Literally, Harry and Ron yeah. and Hermione were all at Hagrid's place That's already. Right. Yeah. They could have gone out and done that the first time. Set him free. Bring him into the woods. Hide him. Yeah, it's a little pothole. <laughs> so it, it just felt like. It's I like, like to think they were too emotional to, them until to later. think that. Yeah, 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 you know? right. So then they kind of knew what happened. So going back, they were more level-headed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the first time maybe. it was like, maybe they they just felt like they couldn't mess with that. They're like, no, right. it has to be done. You know, it's set. Mm-hmm. But it just, it felt weird. Like they should have been rebellious the first time. And then mm-hmm. all of a sudden when they're like, we can time travel now. Mm-hmm. Let's go save him. But I feel like they should have already done that. But Scabbers he was never thinking too. of that though. Mm-hmm. He never thought of saving Buckbeak. Because Dumbledore is the one that said, like, you can yeah. save yeah. multiple That's lives. True. And he's like, yeah. what do you mean multiple That's true. lives? You don't like, know what you don't he know. He didn't even yeah. think of that. Yeah. Hmm. That's a great point because Dumbledore is the one that kind of put it in their minds. They were not even, it didn't even hit their register until then. But it would have been great. Like, they could just take little scabbers, offer them up to him. Hey, Buckby, come here. Oh my <laughs> scabbers goes crazy. Yeah. Which brings up another interesting question. If, if scabbers gets eaten by Buckbeak, can he expand in Buckbeak's stomach oh. and just like, <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> like the Guardians of the Galaxy two? <laughs> Drax goes in. You have to. You have to kill it from the inside. Just <laughs> <laughs> oh. picture him waking up and. Well, I guess he could swallow him whole. 
and then yeah. he wouldn't be in pieces <laughs> in his stomach. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. And that's what I was just thinking. Jonah and the whale. Jonah and the whale. So Harry, the, all, the whole thing happens, uh, and Harry is talking to Hermione kind of on the side here. And he goes, yeah, I saw him, Harry said slowly, but maybe I imagined it. I was thinking straight. I passed out right afterward. Who did you think it was? I think Harry swallowed, knowing how strange this is going to sound. I think it was my dad. Hermione's response to this is that, Harry, your dad's dead. Is she the single worst comfort giver Ugh. in the entire world? <laughs> She's done that like, before, you know what? I right? I started thinking about this, and I feel like that's her her interpretation of comfort. Because in her mind, logic <laughs> works. Yeah. So it's almost ah, like that okay. would comfort her. So she's yeah. saying that, and she might Aww. think it's comforting for him. Mm-hmm. When you in always reality, comfort it might people not be. in the way that you want to be comforted, <laughs> right, too. Right, True. <laughs> but yes. also, it's truth. Maybe he needed to hear that. You know, like yeah. if someone starts yeah. talking crazy, she's like, look, wake up. It wasn't your dad. It was harsh, but it, it still could come from love. You and know? honestly, right. maybe this was the, the lynch that, linchpin that like actually got him to understand Right. When he was sitting there watching that this wasn't his dad. Oh, yeah. This nice. was actually yeah. him. Because maybe he's still waiting for his dad at that yeah, moment. Yeah, yeah, He's like, Hermione's idea keeps ringing. My he's dad dead. is dead. Mm-hmm. I got to do this. This is me. Yep. I look like my dad. But I thought it was his dad in some form, too. I know, yeah. <laughs> when I was reading, I was like, it has to be. You guys, gonna you guys all had theories of his dad coming back, which is uh, such an interesting idea. When he needs him. Yeah. Which would have been. We're probably getting into the, the Dementors. Yeah, what about them? No, I just, I don't understand why they were going after Hermione and Harry. Like, they literally would have given, and I know Sears Black was there, but I was under the impression from it that they were all going to get the kiss. I think they were. I mean, it felt like it. Right? Yeah. So I was like, how, I, what would have caused them to think that they are bad, Hermione and Harry? Because I thought, they're very black and white in a way of like they go after what's evil. No, that's not. How, I forget how it works. The mentors are weird because you have this in the Quidditch match when they go to the Quidditch match that they don't essentially know how to differentiate between. Um, they're not like justice seekers. Whatever, whoever has happy memories, that's where they flock. And so at the Quidditch match, when there was just a ton of people that were overjoyed mm. and excited, they went there because it was like a feast. So in Azkaban, I think even if someone's innocent, they don't differentiate that. They will just take their happiness from them. But at that point, what was happy for Hermione, Harry, and Sirius Well, they have like core memories that are happy. There's still happiness in them. And these are deeper memories. When they crowded them, though, that's what I'm saying. Like they were like Mm. barely alive or like they, some, I forget. I'm forgetting. But I still think there's like deeper moments of happiness that each of them are experiencing. Sirius actually feels like he's, free now he's like a free person hmm. so he's going so that through that would whole call thing. them yeah so but they don't know that that's actually serious black or do they they did, do they i think did. the mentors probably do know this is serious black so that's a that's another interesting one they, they could probably differentiate maybe they have eyes somewhere that they could actually see but i thought um, they didn't i know they, i don't think they do but they must have something but they have some and kind then, of sight because they're looking for serious black. or they're looking and for memories yeah, even that's at the beginning I thought, right? it was like they were feeling Oh, uh, well, I, I'm just thinking on the train when we first encounter the, the Dementors, 
it was uh, someone, I think it was Harry, looked at their hand, which looked crazy. Yeah. And then it said like they pulled away as if to try and hide, like they felt oh, exposed. Like, he saw like him. they're aware of like people and like someone's looking at them and they're like, oh, you know, shrink away a little. But also, didn't all this happen outside of school grounds and at night? Like, yeah. I feel like they're kind of like, no students are out here. So whatever Dumbledore told them, it's like, look, guard the grounds, do mm. whatever out in the forest. You can, you know, if you see people, take action. I feel like they were almost within their rights to like attack Sirius Black and his people helping him. In this case, Harry. So I found it. It says on page 371, Dementors can't see, you know, I think this is serious talking. They feel their way toward people by sensing their emotions. Hmm. Hmm. But what emotions, though? So you're saying it's happy, but like I feel like in this situation, it wasn't. Yeah, and is happy. there also hmm. a differentiation between the kiss and them just swarming? Somewhere? Yeah. Well, because he, they that, start that, pulling their hood right? down, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then that's the kiss. That's right. The kiss. When they so the it, it says it in in this chapter that, or it says it that they were pulling down the hood, and Harry's watching him. The okay, dementor right. was starting to pull back the hood. Yeah. And that's where he was like, wait, I need to send my Patronus yeah. out. There's an aspect to this, I think, that is shared memories too and the power of shared memories and the idea of like bearing someone else's burdens and running mm-hmm. it out because I think that they are experiencing happiness at the moment, but I think Harry's happiness is translating to them. Um, Harry's happiness is translating to Sirius. He's super happy that he doesn't have to live with the Dursleys anymore. Oh, because he said that, that on the way yeah. out yeah. too. Yeah. So That's that true. happiness, and I feel like the Dementors, like they are sharing a moment now. Like all their hatred toward one another has completely absolved to the point where Harry immediately wants to go live with them, which we talked about in the last chapter, which is maybe a little crazy, but that's the amount of happiness that Harry has. So they're having this shared moment and they're like unified in this shared moment. So when the Dementors come and swarm, they probably send Sirius Black and they probably send some of the memories that Sirius Black has had in Harry's mind and like maybe some of the happiness that he experiences being around his own parents and Sirius being around his parents. Mm, So there's some kind of connection between the two where they could probably differentiate. Yeah. But at the same point, they're like, oh, this is an accomplice in Sirius's stuff. Mm. So let's also give him the Dementor's kiss. And Hermione is just like an innocent bystander who probably might get the kiss too. That was kind of my interpretation. I feel like Mm. she, they were both aiming to get the kiss at this moment, but, um, Harry saved the day. So will they just give anyone a kiss? That's what I asked. Yeah, like just gonna because I feel like they didn't they direct or give them directions to get serious. Yeah, but I I still feel like because they were accomplices in this, like maybe the Dementors felt like they were helping Sirius out, so they. But then doesn't that count for the justice? Yeah, it's true. They can't. But then Fudge says in it that I can't believe that they went. The Dementors went after kids. Yeah. Or innocent kids or something yeah. along those lines. It's also the, the fact that you can't really control these things. Like you can give them directions to go after Sirius Black, but at the end of the day, they're creatures. Like uh, mm-hmm. you can't exactly control like my dog. I, I give him commands and he's going to disobey things. Most of the time he obeys, but there's some times <laughs> where he just doesn't do it. You know, it happens with kids. It happens with everything. And it happens with every creature too. Um, you can give them commands. You can give a guard the greatest commands ever. But they still might disobey it if they get. Yeah, but they're disobeying. I was gonna say they're taking, like. <laughs> but that's, they're more harsh yeah, creatures. Even... Like they're very dangerous, harsh creatures. So I feel like it goes right in in uh, terms with what they would actually do. So were they just mm-hmm. everywhere looking for? <laughs> Sorry, I'm like. I think specifically I can't at Hogwarts, wrap but yeah. My brain around them, like 
who created them right how do they exist do they die where do they live what do they eat if they're out in the wild, <laughs> like, the I don't wild. know. <laughs> so Who's weird. in charge of them? Who direct? I mean, does Fudge give them the directions? The, mag- the Ministry of Magic okay. does, yeah, okay. for sure. But, but like, where did they find them? So that way, right. like, you're our guards now for Ask yeah. Man. And <laughs> when was Ask Man created? There's all these questions I have. <laughs> <laughs> like a toddler. What? What? <laughs> so Why? Why? <laughs> How come? <laughs> Maybe we'll find out in other books. Hmm. Oh, boy. Uh, Another thing that I thought was weird about the time turner is that when they went back in time, they were somewhere else. Like, in my mind, if you're going back in time and you're standing in the hospital wing, you should be in the hospital wing still. (laughs) I thought about that. You know what I mean? Like, Like, all of a sudden they're downstairs. Is this like a roll of the dice whenever you do the time turner? You could just end up like... It's like somewhere flu different. powder. Right. It's a good thing she's <laughs> just, logical because she yeah, was yeah, like yeah. put together. Okay, we got to get in the closet. Yeah, <laughs> but oh I guess no, she's somewhere we shouldn't times. be. They're about to discover us. Or maybe there's weird. like a spawn point every single time you do that, so you know to avoid that point every so Ooh, often. Nice. Like you spawn at that one one part every single yep. time you do a time turner. Hmm. Well, that would. But like a little away from their yeah. actual selves, maybe. Yeah, because they were there. It, they were walking right, down right. the hall. So. That would have been bad if they were going yeah. right to where they were because right. they would right. see It is true. As soon other. as they, maybe it's a little ahead of time because as soon as they popped there, they had to hide in the closet or something like that. Yeah, I think so. Because um, yeah. Hermione was walking right by. She hurt herself. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's what happens every time she, she goes just like a little bit away from her and then she has to go mm-hmm. hide from herself every single time and then run to the next class. I feel like... The whole um, you can't see yourself thing is a lie. It doesn't make sense. I mean, we're, well, we're talking about time travel, but it, it feels like it doesn't make sense that that would be a, a problem. If Hermione saw herself, she would know what was going on. She'd be like, future me. Nice. Uh, see yeah. in a little bit, you know, like peace out. And well, then like it's for everyone else, because I yeah, feel like yeah. if Harry saw himself, he would have freaked out. <laughs> but yes, yes, because Harry didn't know himself, that time travel right? was a thing yet. But for Hermione to see herself, she already knows she has the time turner. If she ran into herself somewhere, it would be probably fine. And then you would just not change anything, keep doing your thing. Or even if Hermione ran into friends while she was time traveling, it wouldn't be a problem because they would just think it was the only Hermione. And what if they turned the corner and saw Hermione again? Like, yeah, that's where it would be a problem, maybe. <laughs> but Take she was in maybe. class it's with a, a lot of people, though. <laughs> she was in class with people like mm. every time she went back in time. Oh, true. Yeah, so but like, so was she hiding in the closet listening to the lectures? Is what, that's what I don't understand fair. right yeah. now. Maybe she yeah. got like an invisibility. Because it's clip not like too. she disappears and she replaces right. that version so of her. All it right. takes is like any two students talking and being like, Hermione was in my class being so annoying. She knows all the answers. Ugh. And then some other students like, wait, no, she was in my class knowing all the answers and being annoying. But how often do you talk about other students like that? I mean, maybe like really annoying yeah. ones, but I feel like even eighth graders aren't going to put that together in their head. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It'd be like, one of us must be wrong. Yeah, 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 for she sure. She was taking multiple classes at once, so yeah. she mm-hmm. could go into the classroom. And I, I even think with Hermione, okay. they they have her, she knows the parameters for this. They give her a yeah. brief and then she has a time turner. I think for other wizards, if you don't know a brief, if you all of a sudden, like if I randomly come across a time turner and I use it and I go back in time, like yesterday, and I go visit myself, I'm going to think I'm going crazy. My previous self is going to think I'm absolutely nuts. And yeah. maybe I'll try to kill myself. I don't know. Hmm. But with Hermione, they gave her the brief. And then nice. <laughs> and then she knows, okay, in her head, 
before she uses the time turner at all, she knows this and she's probably given the parameter she cannot go back before she's had this brief. Like right now is the moment you can go back. You cannot go back prior to her meeting with McGonagall. So they had to give her some rules for this. Otherwise, she can do whatever she wants. And she's a rule follower. So if they give her rules, mm. she's going to follow those rules. But yeah, this one that I think she's regurgitating what, what McGonagall probably told yeah. her to make her scared. Um, and it's worked because her right, definitely right. is following the rules on all this kind of stuff. And if you went back far enough that you wouldn't be able to recognize yourself like at a different time, then maybe it wouldn't matter at all. Yeah. Or you could wear a disguise. I guess I get so confused with the time traveling, though, because I can't believe that Harry saw himself with Patronus coming. Like, he thought it was his dad, but then he didn't even know that he was going back in time. Like, I just can't. Like, it doesn't make sense. Like, you know, that's a good point. Harry did see himself. Yeah. And it wasn't that bad. In fact, he saved his own life. So it's not like there's some crazy thing that, like, time explodes if you see yourself your brain will come up with some justification as long as you don't try and kill yourself or do something bizarre. And he saw himself from a distance too. So that's why yeah. he mistook him for his father. If he saw himself close up, they like walked into the same room. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's Malfoy with polyjuice. Get him. Yeah. yeah, seriously. <laughs> yeah. That's probably another solution. They would probably think it is polyjuice he at some point. He can't come up with that spell potion. Yeah, but Snape <laughs> did it for him because he's trying to cause Snape trouble hates. with his Slytherin boys. Snape can easily do that. Oh, Snape's annoying. I don't like him. <laughs> yeah. Do you guys like Snape right now? Do you not like him? No. No. I liked him a little more in these chapters only because I felt sorry for him. But no, I don't like him. Mm-hmm. It's like he's still stuck mentally in like high school. In the past. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I think I Get like... for yourself, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I like the... Um, he doesn't shower. Snape McGonagall <laughs> dynamic. <laughs> greasy hair and look at the pictures in your book mm. that's true that's true Ugh. Ew. i guess he's living in the past living in the past <laughs> in all okay, no so, time to yeah shower. so that's an interesting point too he's stuck in the past but why is he stuck in the past he, the, can he just not forgive bitter people about the potter the yeah. the um mooney Let's see if I remember. Mooney Pad, Padfoot, mm-hmm. w- uh, Worm something, mm-hmm. Tailworm, no, Rabbit, Tail, and Prongs. Yes! Yeah, nailed it. Yeah. Nicely done. That's so pathetic. <laughs> <laughs> it is not. <laughs> uh, he's so bitter with them still. But how feasible is that? Do you still know hype people that are bitter about? previous relationships they have in high school look if he has no friends now he is spending a lot of time like in introspective yes thank you (laughs) yeah and when you sit there for that long yeah sometimes you don't know how to pull yourself out of it because if you don't have other people there or allow other people to help pull that out you can turn into him and we don't know what he was up to during all this Voldemort stuff like there's that part of me that thinks he was involved with Voldemort and like Mm -hmm. evil but like there something happened you know what I mean like something is going on mentally and all of his friends or enemies or bullies or whatever from high school went on to do incredible things and they were like major players in this battle against Voldemort and I'm like well what did what did he do what was he doing through all of this and he's got all this you know pent-up energy this bitterness um 
and nowhere to go with it now because the potters are dead and someone's in Azkaban or whatever. And then all of a sudden Lupin comes along. That must have been uh, quite a whirlwind Mm -hmm. where, but this was his chance to get uh, maybe not redemption, but closure. He's like, Mm. aha, justice will be served. I'm catching them. I'm doing the whole thing. Maybe that would have changed everything. But then he would have known about Peter Pettigrew, wouldn't he? Yeah. That he still is alive and he wouldn't have made such a big deal. Wait, who? Uh, Snape, Snape would have known? Yeah, if he's actually like in cahoots with Voldemort somehow, he oh, would know good about point, Peter. I guess. Like he wouldn't well, even show up there, would he? Or maybe he's protecting Scabbers slash hmm. Peter. Well, Voldemort's alone and friendless, so he doesn't have any friends but right so now. so is Snape. Right. Alone. They need to find each other. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a match made in oh, heaven. Wait, I think I texted the group chat. Um why did Lupin not recognize Scabbers? He should have as well if he ever saw Scabbers. So uh, in class, I figured Ron would bring Scabbers. Black recognized him in one picture in a newspaper after right. a decade. Wouldn't Lupin have also recognized him right away? It's like out of sight, out of mind. I feel like with Black <laughs> yeah. only focusing on... Because he knew he was still yeah. alive. Yeah, so he was but super Lupin focused didn't on know. one thing. Lupin is teaching, yeah. he's with the kids, you know. And Scabbers was getting pretty shabby at this point. Yeah. yeah. Maybe he was less recognizable. A little skinnier hmm. of a rat. But he probably... I mean, rats are... You can differentiate rats. Oh, yeah, big time. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> even So even on this whole Snape discussion, too... Do you think that he was just a sideline player in the in initial fight against Voldemort? And that's why maybe he's bitter that he's like, I wasn't in the battle here. Or do you think that he was on one side or the other? Do you think he was on Voldemort's side? Or do you think he was on the good side fighting against Voldemort? And maybe something bad happened on him when he was on the good side or something like that? I mean, something Dumbledore like has him around. <laughs> but then again, Dumbledore has had questionable teacher <laughs> judgment in the past. <laughs> so um, many. Well, yeah, Quirrell or whatever, right? Yeah. True. There's Dumbledore like three good to, professors but, at Hogwarts. The rest are trash. Yeah, but Dumbledore <laughs> had to have... He didn't know that um, Voldemort was like in the back of his head. Like, yeah. he well, knows maybe everything. He did know, yeah. though. Yeah, like, and maybe it needed to happen. Yeah. It needed to well, happen. But now that we got time travel, that changes everything. <laughs> I For know. all we know, like things were getting tweaked that whole Dumbledore time. Probably Dumbledore has, gets to the Dumbledore end. Maybe Dumbledore is the travel the, turner. He's father creator. time. Because yeah. <laughs> he seems to know a lot. He looks like it. He's always <laughs> smirking. Always smirking. Because he knows what's up. Yeah. Uh, hmm. I don't know. I, I just can't figure out what Snape was up to. Like, when did he become such a good potions guy? Was he just in a dungeon the whole time? Like, he has no there's friends. some mega potion we need in order to defeat Voldemort, and uh, I'm gonna work in on a it. Dungeon. <laughs> Maybe that's why he's bitter towards Harry. He was working real hard to defeat Voldemort, and he had a plan. He was about to execute that plan, Ooh, and then all of a sudden, a baby kills Voldemort. And he's like, Shoot, <laughs> yeah, Harry! I was gonna get the glory. And you just Maybe that's why he's bitter oh, and pissed off at Harry. Man. That's a great point. Uh, Do you think that's maybe where his bitterness bitterness stems? Do you think the idea of him being bullied by the Marauders is the the root of his issues, or do you think it's I mean, something it else? Seems like it. Yeah, it does seem like it. But I bet you there's something else because that's what she does in these books. <laughs> <laughs> JK. No, but JK. like it feels like this is just the kidding. answer we've been waiting for. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> Oh, she good. put her fist in the air. She's very proud of that. 
pun. Oh, Dad that jokes. Why she writes that way? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Her name's not really J.K. Rowling. It's just she just just her initial she gives herself. Just kidding, Rowling. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> what were you saying, Danny? <laughs> oh, was I saying something? I think so. We forgot. About I was just J.K. About <laughs> just patting Sleep. myself on the back. <laughs> Sorry yeah, to interrupt. No, no, I'm sure it was something dumb. I don't remember. Um, anything in this chapter that you guys saw that you noticed? There, I mean, there's great lines too. Like one of my favorite lines in this chapter is, we'll see each other again, he said. You truly are, truly your father's son, Harry. I love Harry being able to yeah. hear that too. That like breaks my heart a little bit. Oh, yeah. And their goodbyes are super short too, which is sad. But anything else in this chapter that you guys saw? Um, I'm just looking through my notes here and... Um, where McGonagall gave some advice to uh, Hermione at the beginning. She said, loads of wizards end up killing their past or future selves by mistake. Mm. So just the idea that loads mm. of wizards could end up killing themselves means that even more wizards have been traveling around time. Mm. So this is not, maybe it's more regulated now, but this has been happening quite mm. a bit. Yeah. I'm so curious the parameters on some of this kind of stuff. I really tried in this chapter to figure out uh, the exact time of sunset couldn't do it there's not enough information because <laughs> then i was like if we know that we know where longitude, at least the latitude. longitude latitude of uh hogwarts oh that'd have been great <laughs> yeah so right i knew that too <laughs> yeah. okay so we're on to the last chapter now unless you guys saw anything else well don't, i just i get so like intrigued by dumbledore I like still think that he, I've said this a bunch of times that he like can see the future or knows the future somehow mm -hmm. because when the execution part of Buckbeak he keeps delaying things like he knows yeah. that Harry and Hermione need extra time and and like smirking and then I don't know I just thought that was so funny I guess in mm -hmm. a way yeah. of like following along because I don't remember reading in the previous chapter they don't talk about those details yeah. before. No. So I just thought that it's was like really he's buying them time for sure. Mm -hmm. There's all sorts of lines. Even like he he talks about McNair. Buckbeak has indeed been stolen. Do you really think a thief would have led him away on foot? The Dumbledore yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. search the skies, if you will. Hagrid, I could do with a cup of tea or a large brandy. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And then the next chapter, he says something similar to Snape. Yeah. Like the exact like what they have done. Oh, if if people could be in two places at once, then there's no need. I'm butchering it, but yeah. something along those lines. I'm like, you're literally giving him the evidence to like say, like, wait, they might have used the time turner. Hmm. That's where I was like, wait, why would you give that? Why would you That's say that? Because it kind of would draw your memory. Hmm. But you, your point is so good too. That whenever this book, you read things in the different way the second time you read it. So like this is this book is mm -hmm. maybe one of the more fun ones to read twice because you see everything that was happening. But mm -hmm. like because of the whole time turner idea and going back in time, she has to perfectly place things in the first time yep. frame that you when you read them the second time, you're like, oh, duh. I know. Or like, yep. oh, this takes on a whole new meaning because of it. Like the axe thud or like Dumbledore saying I, yeah. certain things. That's cool. Yeah. I like. <laughs> but we're on to Owl Post again. The last <laughs> and final chapter. Yay. What did you guys uh, give me a description of this chapter? Really Short description. About that. Yeah. <laughs> the summary of this is 
I'll, I mean, I'll just give it because it's not crazy. It's just <gasps> like gonna do a it's just the information download. It. This is a yeah. staple of these books so far. Yeah, that he yeah. meets with Dumbledore after, and Dumbledore mm-hmm. gives him a briefing or a debriefing, whatever it is, mm-hmm. of everything that happened. And it, it's some of the, our favorite chapters because we get most of the information. We get yeah. so many beautiful lines from all these two. Yeah, like um, ties up. Yeah, everything. ties everything up so beautifully. And then uh, they go back. That's that's pretty much it. Um. There's again we we talk about lines in this, but there's great great lines like one um, where they're running back up. Dumbledore looked up and a wide smile appeared under the long silver mustache. Just what you were talking about, his little smile. Yep. Well, he said quietly, "We did it," said Harry breathlessly. Sirius has gone on. Um, Sirius is gone on Buckbeak. Well done. I love that. And then uh, we were talking about before too. Well, there you have it, Severus said Dumbledore calmly. Unless you are suggesting that Harry and Hermione are able to be in two <laughs> places at once, I'm afraid I don't see any point in troubling them further. <laughs> we talked or about this before. he's like giving it to him. I know. It's like reverse psychology. So if he's just flat out saying it, he's like Which, dismissing it. Which again is another interesting point in that the time turner idea must be regulated. Not a lot of people know about something like this, which is stuff that we've talked about before, like branches you- of magic that not everyone knows and not everyone has the ability to know. Because Snape probably doesn't know about the time. Maybe, yeah, maybe but he does. He's one of the professors, so none of the professors know that Hermione is time traveling to take if their he class. Knew, That's a I great would, point. I feel like it would piss him off. Yeah. Especially because mm. he picks on her and she's a Gryffindor. I feel like I'm just thinking that now. I don't know if he'd yeah. like it. So I wonder if he, if the professors do know. Maybe about there's got to be some sign off. Everyone, every one of them have to sign a permission That's what slip. I would think. Yeah. Yeah. Which is the permission slip was the funniest point. <laughs> we were talking about that. Jen nailed that prediction that in the last so podcast. <laughs> Just in so passing, us going, you were go- like, oh, maybe he'll sign uh, Harry's permission slip. And then internally, me and Kristen are like, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and he does it so good. That was so. I don't even know how that funny. came to mind. But I was like, that would be a great little fun. <laughs> what was the other prediction that you nailed too that you said? I forgot. Um, that Lupin, no, sorry, that the firebolt. Oh, that's right, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> that Firewood. Sirius Black was making up for all his gifts. Is I like said it like yeah, very similar exactly. to that. You, I think you said almost in exact words. You're like he's making up for all the uh, birthdays that he missed. <laughs> yeah. literally, yeah. that's exactly what Sirius said. So Consider this 13 years worth of birthday presents that I missed, or whatever, 15 oh, hour yeah. release. Oh my gosh. Who knew? <sighs> so I got no no filters going forward. Say <laughs> it. <laughs> um, we talked about this before too, but Snape is infuriated here. Why do you think he's infuriated? And again, do you think he's good or bad? Like, what are your theories on Severus Snape? Is he a good character, a bad character, a neutral character? Mm. I feel like he's good deep down, but he comes across as bad as like a cover <laughs> for mm. something. I'm not sure what. Because he gets so angry with this situation too because he thinks Sirius Black is. I guess if, if he actually was with Voldemort, I don't know. Maybe he would be wanting to catch Sirius Black too. Because I'm like, if you would just stay out of these situations, if you're trying to, like, if you're going to join the dark side again, Mm. you wouldn't really want to get involved with this, I would say. You want to be, like, discreet. Yeah. Seriously, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Like, it almost feels like he would want Harry to be caught by Sirius Black. 
mm-hmm. if he believes that Sirius Black is bad. But he doesn't. Mm-hmm. He wants to be right so much too because he gets yeah. so angry. That's definitely a, a defining character. He wants to be right. Yeah. Mm. But why? Something stemmed from like <laughs> high school, I feel like still. <laughs> I'm just trying to think of what he's done. Like he hasn't done anything good. Yeah, or he did. Bad. He saved Harry one time at a Quidditch match because he was doing the spell oh, yeah, the to counter Quirrell's spell. So that's why yeah. I was like, I think he's good. Otherwise, so there's like an inner left. nobility. Hmm. But yeah, you're right. And I feel like him and McGonagall and Dumbledore and Hagrid, these are like the go-to teachers, the core people. Hmm. What is so great about Snape though? What? Like as a professor, he's just good at making potions because he's a horrible teacher. He's like always, He, I feel like he um, bullies his students mm. yeah, unless they're Slytherin. Yeah. yeah. He's definitely one of those, I honestly feel like he's a, a Lockhart version, but someone who's good. He's a terrible teacher, but he's exceptional at potions. Maybe one of the best in the world. So but it's, how do you it's the idea. That? Yeah, I know. I feel like it's like a chef. Like yeah, right. they just like know how much is a dash. Yeah. <laughs> and like, how do you yeah. teach that yeah. <laughs> to yeah. like a That's student? why some people have it or some people don't. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's true for all these classes. It's true for all classes in life, I guess. I feel like he doesn't want to be a teacher, but again, I'm coming back to this idea that Hogwarts being a school, it's like uh, he can teach, but do his own research on the side. Hogwarts mm. pays for all the ingredients He's a research he needs. Professor, yeah. The, yeah, like the stuff that are. Mm. It, it would be hard if he just had a random house to stock up on all the stuff he needs for potions. <laughs> but at Hogwarts, imagine walking into his house Wait, and just lying with like rats' tails and <laughs> frog spawn and. <laughs> but these professors seem to live in the in Hogwarts, yeah. and like yeah. that's it. Like they have Maybe. no other lives outside of Hogwarts. Wow, you're right. right. What do they do in the summer? I don't it's know. Like a I was literally just, just go thinking. to wherever and drink. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They're in Hogsmeade. Three rooms, six drinking. Yeah. Or are they off on exotic vacations? Do they somewhere? have family members? Do they have spouses? I don't know any of this. Not that <laughs> we need to know. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Does Dumbledore really have deep. kids? Is he running mm. off to uh, a house somewhere every summer? Scandal. Hmm. Yeah. Does he, yeah. Does Is he Snape his son? Yeah. Oh, whoa. <laughs> That's why they fight, but they love each other. It's a father son dynamic. Who's the mom? I don't know. In the wizarding world, you don't need a mom. <laughs> okay. It's the whole chosen one, OT. Maybe Snape is the chosen one. Like Anakin, yeah. there was no father, and this there was no mother. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, there's another. Uh, there's some other funny little lines that you throw in here too. Um, Fudge is talking, and he goes, "Perhaps we should think about dragons at the school entrance next year." Oh gosh. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Do you think he's serious? Do you think there would ever be dragons at Hogwarts? <laughs> no. I feel like Fudge would think that's a good idea. <laughs> I know for real. This is great. Because he's an idiot. He's like, well, you know what? <laughs> dragons are collar and, and a yeah. leash, and yeah. we'll be fine. And that's front. not yeah. even that far fetched. They had Fluffy <laughs> sitting in some random thing. Right. right. Add more to what Hogwarts yeah, already yeah, yeah. has. <laughs> that feels totally normal. They're like, oh, we want a garden entrance. Let's just. Uh, put a tree there that whacks people honestly with how dangerous hogwarts is like 
battling a dragon would be tame compared to what else they had to fight. <laughs> up until this point, so up until third year, this is another side question. I threw this out on the normal Harry Potter Reddit, but would you have pulled your kids out of Hogwarts at this time or earlier? Yes and yeah. no. Yes and no? <laughs> <laughs> like, logic says yes, but then if Hogwarts is the only school that is going to teach you how Over to morning. use your magic. There's tons of other schools we went yeah. into this. <laughs> it's not in the book, John. Yeah, I know. This true. is something that I'm going to pretend is not headcanon. Oh, that's a good point. Um, then you say because it's worth the risk. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Risk your kid's life. I feel life. like it'd be harder for people like Let's Hermione's go parents. Time. <laughs> yeah, go back in time. Sorry. Because like Hermione's parents, they're new to all this. They're like, why? This makes no sense. You're risking your life every single year. Uh, but other <laughs> wizarding true. parents, I feel like who went through school the themselves, levels. for them, it's all same old. They don't even, they don't even mind. Part for and the at the end, I feel like we might discover more about Hogwarts. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what it is, but something that makes it a little less extreme. Like I said, they don't seem to care about safety at all, ever. But apparently you can't apparate in Hogwarts, which you guys yeah. did say that. But like, what kind of spell is that? So I guess in a way it's like, okay, it's safe because no one can just appear here. Yeah, That's like in, in some ways. And well, <laughs> just like walk in. Hagrid said, it's the safest <laughs> place. Um, and there might actually be some truth to that. As, as much as we love making fun of it, they have clearly put a lot of protections in place at Hogwarts. So maybe some of the wizards are like, well, when Voldemort was out and about, he never got to anyone at Hogwarts, but he got to these people there and these people in London, and he did that here. So in people's minds, maybe they actually think of Hogwarts as being safe. Mm. It's an interesting version of safe, though. I'm sure like the Weasleys yeah. are talking, oh, Jenny, you got abducted and you almost died <laughs> oh, in your, uh, your first that is, year? Yeah. Oh, that happened in my third year. <laughs> like Mrs. Weasley is like, oh, yeah, the chamber got open like my sixth year. There's no problem. Like, that's fun. <laughs> what the heck? And I was just going to say that maybe there's something that bad things can't fully happen. But then I was like, oh, wait, no, students have died because yeah. Myrtle was a student, right? Mm -hmm. That's the only one we've heard of, though, right? So far? Yeah, but I, and that's why I forgot about that. And at first I was thinking maybe they're like Dumbledore or the headmaster can do time travel things and prevent anything truly bad from happening. But... But then do her, do Myrtle's killed. parents just come to visit her ghost? Be like, I want to talk to Whoa. you because she's not really gone. That's fascinating. Oh, man. Mm. So it's like, yeah, she's dead, but let's mm. go have a chat. <laughs> that also brings up... Uh, Would they want to talk to Myrtle? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, good. <laughs> so mean. <laughs> oh, goodness. Um, Poor Myrtle. Peeves. I don't like Peeves at all. He hasn't come up much yep. here, but like... Yeah. I still don't understand him, and I don't know why Dumbledore is down with him causing trouble. But can he tell them to go away? I don't know. I thought it's like if you died there, you stay. But to some extent, weird. I don't know what that poltergeist is. I still don't understand. <laughs> That's what, what Peeves is. Yeah, yeah, he's not a ghost. He's a poltergeist. So he's so physical. Something he can touch else, things and manipulate something things. Something else happened. But I don't know him. if he's died. I don't know if he's just like a created thing. I don't know what the heck a poltergeist is, to be honest. And I look, I've Googled what the heck yeah, we poltergeist talk, we is. Yeah, I still we defined don't understand. it. Doesn't it yeah, just yeah. say that they're like, they can yeah, move stuff? They can move stuff. Yeah. Like, okay, so what and the heck does they? that mean? But did they also die? Yeah, did like, they become one by choice? Yeah. Maybe one commits suicide and one maybe is killed. Yeah. Hmm. That's an interesting idea, actually. Yeah. Oh. 
Who knows? Pope, yeah, Peeves is a Maybe weird, we'll weird dude. Um, there's all there's also I'm gonna quote a lot of lines in this chapter, but um, he's talking to Lupin here, and he goes, "Yes, your father was always a stag when he transformed. You guessed that right. That's why we call them prongs. That's what Harry's was too. I love the significance of Harry's and his I dad's know. being the same Patronus. I think that's really like." Oh wait, really, uh, I think I read this wrong then. I thought that Harry's dad turns into a stag when he would change into an animal. That's what you're saying. Yeah, and that's why. But you're saying his prongs. Patronus was, was also was also a stag. Yeah. Wait, I wonder if that's Harry's true. dad's Patronus yeah. was also yeah. a stag, even yeah. though he, and he so he would turn into that as an animal, and then that was his Patronus. I ah. Uh, we don't know what um, James's Patronus is. Okay. He does trans. He does turn into a stag. Okay, so I did read that. I yeah, yeah. So okay, like yeah, his yeah, yeah, yeah. Vegas transformation is a stag, but I don't know if we know what his uh, Patronus is. Okay. Like, do normal that's... wizards all learn how to do a Patronus? Like in the last chapter, Hermione said that's very, very advanced magic, which is awesome that Harry's crushing some advanced magic. But yeah. like, is that normal? You're like, well, I don't plan on going to Azkaban anytime, so I don't really need to learn this. Or is that like year seven? Everyone learns it. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Um, it's definitely advanced magic, way way more advanced than third year. Um, but maybe they learn. But then the... like, he got the confidence because he mm-hmm. saw himself exactly. do it, which is why this time travel is killing me because I don't <laughs> get it. <laughs> yeah, you could just see yourself doing things in the future and just like, oh, I can do that. I can do it. <laughs> see importance of confidence. The greatest sports movie of all time is Space Jam for the greatest lesson of confidence. You drink Jordan's secret stuff and you can do anything <laughs> you want. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's another. Uh, yeah, but yeah, I don't think we know what. He transforms into a stag. I don't think we know that he. Okay. His Patronus oh, is thank stag. you for but saying that because I definitely thought the opposite of you. Mm, oh. His Patronus I, is a stag. Yeah. But he did, yeah. Harry's Patronus is a stag. Right. Which is his father's animagus. Animagus. Which is animagus. His father's animagus okay. form, which okay. is that's really endearing. I love that. It is. Yeah. Um, Dumbledore then goes into his whole thing, and Harry's questioning if he made any difference. And Dumbledore says, mm. "Didn't make any difference," said Dumbledore <laughs> quietly. It made all the difference in the world, Harry. You helped uncover the truth. You saved an innocent man from a terrible fate. Do you think Harry or Dumbledore is more right here? Did Harry actually do anything of worth? Yes. I mean, yeah. But I think it's because you can't change the past history. So he did the most you could without actually changing what happened in the past. And to those two people, that's... He, I mean, no, he's not, Buck Pete's not a person, but um, <laughs> like to him, that's huge. And to Sirius Black, it's huge. But I think in Harry's mind, it's like he didn't catch Scabbers or Peter Pettigrew. So it was useless. Like this yeah. wasn't. Yeah. Worth I feel anything. like Harry was kind of in his own head. Kind of like what you were just saying. And like Dumbledore seeing the bigger picture of things that maybe he wasn't thinking of. That makes sense. I had thoughts in my head and it's not translating into proper <laughs> words. Sorry. Keep going. <laughs> yeah, I guess it it does make a difference too. And even when Harry's in discussion later, um, this thing was like almost predicted by Trelawney because Dumbledore talks about this too. Or, or Harry says she kind of went rigid and she actually seems like she had a real prediction. And Dumbledore says, do you know Harry? 
I think she might have been, he said thoughtfully. <laughs> Who'd have thought it? That brings her total of real predictions up to two. I should offer her a pay rise. <laughs> so Dumbledore clearly thinks that Trelawney's a fraud here too. But after Dumbledore thinks that she's only had really two predictions, you think Trelawney is a fraud or actually a good seer? Do you think she's a real seer? I mean, what percentage do you have to be correct to be? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's obviously there for her. Yeah. If that's But she's not even aware of it. That's right. what's crazy. <laughs> she's a seer, but she's unaware that she is. <laughs> yeah. Accurate. And this is her own this is only her according to Dumbledore, her only uh only her second real prediction. I wonder what her first one was. <laughs> yeah. I will she be. She predicted a she was gonna get the job. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and she nailed it. I feel like she said that. Or maybe she's Dumbledore's spouse. (laughs) Oh my gosh, that's why she has a job. (laughs) Wow. And then Jen coming out with the steamy theories. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to like see if they could work. (laughs) They're kind of both ethereal, a little out there, a little out to left field. That's so good. (laughs) Um, There's another really interesting line in this too, where. Dumbledore says, Pettigrew owes his life to you. You have sent Voldemort a deputy who is in your debt. When one wizard saves another wizard's life, it creates a certain bond between them. And I'm much mistaken if Voldemort wants a servant in the debt of Harry Potter. I don't want to bond with Pettigrew, said Harry. He betrayed my parents. This is magic at at its deepest. It's most impenetrable, Harry. But trust me, the time may come when you will be very glad you saved Pettigrew's life. What is he talking about here? He knows the future, so something. <laughs> <Yes, it's laughs> <her. laughs> She's like, it's proving my point further. That's so hmm. funny. Huh. Yeah, I kind of forgot about this part. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. That was like Snape and Harry Potter's dad, though, wasn't it? Because he said no. What? That like he was in... He, yeah, yeah, yeah. Doesn't right. like you, but because yeah. James saved Snape's life, yeah, he was going to do it like serious is in his debt. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, that's hmm. a great point. I didn't. I hadn't even thought of that. That whole idea is really interesting. But do you think that that what do you think he's talking about? Magic at its deepest is most impenetrable. Like, do you think? Uh, We've talked about this before again, but there's magic that is deeper than other sorts of magic. There's magic that's um, um, like even music, what he says in the, one of the first books. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and magic beyond all we do here, something like that. So there's magic that's clearly deeper than other sorts of magic. But how do you think this is actually pertaining to his relationship with Pettigrew? Like this bond between Pettigrew and Harry. I mean, it kind of makes sense, but I just don't know how it plays out. Like, is it Pettigrew at some point is like, Harry, I'm going to kill you. And then when he tries to, it just blows up in his face, kind of does one of those Lupin maneuvers with uh, Ron's broken (laughs) wand. Or is it something like he's Harry's shield. Someone else tries to attack Harry. Voldemort does. And then Pettigrew takes the hit without even meaning to. Hmm absorbs it Mm -hmm. that bond Hmm. this idea there is 
this idea, one of my favorite things to do in any sporting event, and this is opposite of what they teach you to do. Trash talk is the greatest weapon that people say they have against other people. But my thing, especially when I was in college, I played college soccer, and um, there's a, something that I live by, um, this little proverb, when your enemy is hungry, give him something to eat. When he's thirsty, give him something to drink. And in doing so, you'll heat burning coals on his head. <laughs> I live by that. And I found this was the most effective form of trash talk. That when you're kind to people who are trash talking you or who are mean to you, it puts Kills them in them. a weird position where they can't mm. play as hard against you. In my mind, I'm going to play as hard against you. I don't care what I'm going to say. It doesn't matter. Like, I'm going to play hard against you. But I remember some kids would like, they'd be coming down the field. And they would like put a move on and they'd take a shot and they'd get really close. And I would go up to that player after and be like, dude, that was a great shot. Like, like you almost had me with that one. And I remember people <laughs> would look at me like I was out of my mind. They probably thought you were being sarcastic. Yeah. After <laughs> after players would, would trash talk me, they'd be like, they'd curse me out, do something ridiculous. And then like I'd go over and just like joke around at them. And I remember the looks that I got were like, what the heck? <laughs> almost in every single occurrence, those players played a little bit softer on me because like, they thought I was kind and nice and I was able to exploit those weaknesses. <laughs> and I feel kindness. like this is almost the same with Pettigrew here too, where there may, maybe they'll meet in the future somewhere and Pettigrew is going to go a little bit softer on Harry because he realizes that he saved his life or something. I don't know. Hmm. Yeah. That's usually how it plays out in these yeah. movies, right? <laughs> yeah. But I feel like that's also like, it's true to life, you know? Yeah, for sure. There is a certain, even if magic isn't involved, there yeah. is a debt, a certain something. And I also I like the one. idea that muggles can be impacted by this kind of magic. Like to me, that this deep magic oh, yeah. is stuff that's not just wizard and witch related. It's stuff that is still existing in our world. That that's the magic that's translated in our world. Like yeah, even yeah. music being a magic that's right. beyond everything that we do. We experience that in certain like songs and things that we listen to that transport us to somewhere else. Hmm. And I feel like that's a great idea. With even the idea of dementors, dementors can affect affect uh, muggles. They like even the whole idea of depression, getting in a funk oh. for all those kind of things. Yeah, but magic. they can't see it. Yeah, for sure. So is that what our depression is? <laughs> Dementors. <laughs> yeah. near, it's just near the we, All we need to do is learn how to do <laughs> a Patronus. I'm and, glad I can't see those lots things. of chocolate. Well, I got that covered. I was gonna say you're covered. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's also a really beautiful line when he's talking to Dumbledore here too, where Dumbledore says, "You think the dead we loved." ever truly leave us you think that we don't remember them more clearly than ever in times of great trouble your father is alive in you harry and shows himself most plainly when you have need of him how else could you have uh how else could you produce that particular patronus prongs rode again last night so you did see your father last night harry you found him inside yourself i love that hmm. do you think that he's right here yeah. This is Dumbledore like, uh, is always right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with him though. Yeah. Yeah, I love I love thinking about that because even people that I've lost, it's like they're not physically here anymore, but they are alive in our memories and in our mind. That's a yeah. really cool thing to think about. And then that's the how you do, and then but it's cool because then the Harry Potter does the Patronus by like think like you're you have to think it for it to like come to appear mm. and then it was his dad that's appearing that's kind of neat and i mm. guess the unknown thing is yeah he does get confidence but the idea that he thought himself was his dad 
maybe was the thing that just propelled him to be able to do it. Like that was such overabounding joy that Harry had this realization that his dad was still with him in his mind. And he was like thinking of these thoughts of his dad. And that was just producing such overabounding joy that he's able to do this rather than the idea that he saw himself do it before and he got confidence. So he knew he could do it. Hmm. I it's probably both, but hmm. I think this line is the reason that Harry was able to produce his Patronus so well. Cause he really understood he, he, that he felt this, but he didn't completely understand it until Dumbledore really explained it right here. I mean, this is even true of a, what we just talked about with the time turners. All of us would go back to a time when we have lost someone that we loved and we would go back and spend a day with them. So it's like these people never really truly have left us. I love this line. This is one of my favorite in this whole book. There is another line too. Um, <laughs> where Ron, they're kind of like on their way out and Ron is talking and he goes, I'll fix it up with mom and dad. I'll call you. I know how to use the felly tone now. <laughs> a telephone, Ron, said Hermione. Honestly, you should take muggle studies next year. <laughs> you think all good. witches and wizards should be required to take muggle studies? Yes. Yeah, I'd probably be smart. Yeah. Yeah. Especially Ron. Ron is an idiot, not like knowing how to use a telephone. Screaming in it. So and of all the people who would know, it'd be him with his dad at the Ministry of Magic. Yeah. Like, yeah. if he doesn't know, other wizards are hopeless. Mm -hmm. I know. Even it's funny in the movie when uh, he first meets Ron's dad, Mr. Weasley. He's like, tell me, Harry, what exactly is the function of a rubber duck? <laughs> Dude, you literally study muggles yeah, for your life your and you job. don't know the answer to this question? Come on. <laughs> but we all love Arthur Weasley here. He's of great. Course. But Ron is inviting Harry out to uh, the Quidditch World Cup next year. If you had to guess... What countries would be Quidditch powerhouses? <laughs> what countries are winning the Quidditch World Cup next I'm year? I'm this up to you, too. <laughs> no, 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 no. South America and Central America. Huh? South America. South America Central? Yeah. What country? That's a, there's a lot of countries in that region. <laughs> yeah, I'm going with continents. <laughs> Brazil. Ooh, oh boy good soccer i was gonna say are you quidditch. making a commentary on uh their soccer? soccer team well yeah because john likes soccer played soccer i don't know <laughs> hmm. i feel like it needs to be a place with a good temperature to practice year-round mm -hmm. open space hmm. i'll go with mel's answer england <laughs> thank you <laughs> <laughs> she's feeding me answers hmm what about Greenland or Iceland? Which I for, uh, Greenland. There's nothing to do up there, so they yeah. just play Quidditch all day. Except it was, oh my weather. gosh, it's perfect mm. for you. <laughs> oh, gosh. I mean, I would like playing Quidditch, but then Quidditch, they probably have a weather, so. spell oh, yeah. to keep warm. Yeah, yeah, yeah warm exactly. spell. Yeah, yeah. A nice. warming spell, which I can use <laughs> for myself right now. Um, I think Portugal would be good. Ooh, mm. yeah. Great weather there. Yep. Um, was there anything else in this these uh, this chapter specifically that you guys saw that you noticed and uh, even questions that you had, things that you were confused on? I was waiting to see who would go join the Dark Lord. Mm. And we know they joined the Dark Lord by midnight, according to Trelawney's prediction. Um, and Dumbledore is clearly steering us to say Peter Pettigrew is joining the Dark Lord. But I don't like that Sirius also left the castle before midnight. Huh. Um, I am not sold on Sirius. Dumbledore is down. <laughs> Harry's ready to live with him. 
Everyone's like, this dude's great. But I didn't go back and reread it. But back when they were in the Shrieking Shack and he was being so obnoxious, he still had maybe some of those animal tendencies, like Kristen said. Um, but from then on, I'm just like, he's not acting like a fully innocent man, you know? I'm still a little skeptical of him. Uh, I like him now. I'm down, you know, he can he can hang out. But uh, I'm curious where he went. Hmm. I want to hear more about it. Well, Dumbledore even said that to Harry. Like, he's, he didn't play that innocent card like he's not totally innocent too hmm. but i believe what you guys are saying to be true that you did see peter Pettigrew. And oh yeah serious is right oh yeah, yeah yeah but dumbledore did say like he's not totally innocent in what he's done because he's done other stuff yeah. or That's at least becoming like. an animagus yeah um yeah so i'm curious like he's good i i think so too <laughs> but, you just but the timing is just too suspicious but there's a third person, wasn't there? Uh, Peter Pettigrew. Yeah, Lupin. And Lupin, that's right. Yeah, because he ran off into the woods. So basically, when we were in the tunnel at the end of one of those chapters, 19, I think it was, um, it was like, okay, let's see, midnight, you know, what's this timing going to look like? And then Harry wakes up in the hospital wing, and I'm like, it's still not midnight. I need to know where everyone is at midnight. <clears throat> Dumbledore can be wrong, but uh, a supernatural prediction from Trelawney I'm behind that for whatever reason i feel like she can't be wrong with that so that's why in my head i'm like that was a real prediction whoever yeah. is gone by midnight is guilty problem is everyone was gone at midnight <laughs> so i'm like ah, man can't make it that easy yeah i know I'm like it could be any of those three but to um, an average reader you're thinking it has to be uh pedigree and, and, and that's part of why too. i don't want to just take yeah. that like exactly she, she puts that to us on a silver platter yeah it's pedigree obviously we don't like him he's evil he's literally a rat but I'm going to stay a little skeptical as we read on. Huh. Uh, Lupin is now not at school anymore. I know. It makes me so sad. Yeah. Makes Harry the sad too. Unless he went to teacher. join the Dark Lord. <laughs> <laughs> so. Oh my. Dun, dun, dun. Then why would he, I don't know. Why would he teach Harry how to, I guess it was just for Why mentors. would any of these people do any of these things? <laughs> why are we reading the book? Well, I think. <laughs> I this is think the best book ever. Voldemort's got a thing for Harry. So. If he's got people that are trying to, you know, win him over, I feel like they're trying to keep Harry happy. Like, you know, yeah, become friends with Harry, win him over to the dark side. Fatten him up a little bit before yep. they slaughter him. Um, so for whatever reason. <laughs> so then Sirius Black Lupin are all. No, no, not all. I think only one of them because hmm. Trelawney's prediction. It was one hmm. person is going to join him. Uh, I forget how she worded it, but um it doesn't mean the others are totally innocent. Maybe it's Peter Pettigrew and it's just like we think. And Black has some guilt, according to Dumbledore. He's made some mistakes. He's done some bad stuff. Um, but in general, he's pretty cool. Maybe. Hmm. Maybe not. So, so far in these books, who are your guys' top three characters? Not even just favorite. Because favorite can be tough, but like, give me your top three. Hmm. Hermione. Yeah, okay. She's definitely up there for me, too. Is it including or excluding Harry Potter? <laughs> including. Because he's not everyone's favorite. Some, well, some you people, just said after they finish this book, they're versus like, versus eh. favorite. You just yeah, said. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. And especially so, in the movies, he's even more like yeah. dry. Yeah. But in the Ugh, book, he's terrible in the better. movies. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Weasley, 
<laughs> really like him. Yes. Um, only because in my own mind, I've built him up to way more than we've actually seen. <laughs> yeah. in the He's barely in the books. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in my own mind, I've just filled in the gaps. Like <laughs> in his prime, he was crushing it, you know, whether it's Quidditch or in battles against dark wizards. Um, ah, man, I don't know. Lupin, he's kind of up there. I really like Lupin. Mm. Great teacher. Good guy. And Dumbledore? I don't like Dumbledore. Hmm. No? Why? No. I it just he he feels arrogant. I don't know why. Like maybe he's all knowing. Like what what do I know? But like he just he feels so like distant. And he's keeping Harry in the dark. Maybe it's for his own good, I roll. But it's like <laughs> it, I, I just don't like it. It feels like he's He's teaching Harry in just a really strange way. Like, if you're going to keep your distance and let Harry learn on his own, that's totally fine. But every once in a while, at the end of the books, Dumbledore jumps in to just kind of like prove to Harry that he was in so much control the (laughs) whole time. I'm just like, it just comes off a little arrogant. Now, that was a bit extreme if you just took that little soundbite out of me like hating on Dumbledore. He's (laughs) a great guy. Love Dumbledore in some respects. Um but I don't find myself loving him as a character. He feels like a little aloof. He's just kind of out there. And then we only see him at the end once everything's resolved. And again, we don't know his whole situation, uh, but... He directed the movies that you don't like. Yeah. <laughs> you created a Dumbledore yeah. character. It just... Uh, it feels like where is he when things are actually going wrong? Yeah. Why wasn't he the secret keeper for them? Because he probably can't do certain things. Like what? Like he's too powerful that like he's not allowed Maybe. to do. It's almost something. a thing of Gandalf. He can't take a ring of power because he would destroy Middle Earth with it. Mm. But even like the yeah, all there. the times Harry's getting <laughs> like John ass- said, <laughs> he's almost getting assassinated while playing Quidditch. Like all these yeah. times, yeah. And There's Dumbledore wasn't things. there for all those, yeah. whatever. But like we've just seen so many near death experiences, and Dumbledore is gone. He's yeah, flying off he's to really London. Busy it's whatever. Doing work somewhere else <laughs> and that's why like when what, i hear more about he what he's doing then i might be like all right cool i'm down but from my perspective right now it just feels like when he comes in we get answers i like that he's super wise yeah like that but something's weird i don't like the the way he's developing his relationships the like he's got the i'm always right mentality and maybe it's because he is but it still feels like uh a little bit weird mm. a little like this has been a, a rant that it makes it sound like i hate him but it's just like meh, he's not gonna be my top three okay maybe ron would be though yeah ron might be in mine too i love yeah ron, ron lupin mr weasley final answer that's a great top three those are, and that's funny i was gonna say mrs weasley whoa <laughs> you nice. picked all men Danny. this is is great <laughs> I, I think jk okay. is sexist she doesn't have a lot of powerful women in here yet um, Hermione is, yeah. But Hermione, she's what? not powerful. She's a gifted. She's not powerful yet. Is, I'd be friends with Hermione. Don't get me thing. wrong. So Hermione is just talented and well, not powerful. I still no, don't like yet. that she told on Ron and Harry. An eighth grader about. Wow. She nearly how, got Scabbers how killed. How do you get powerful? You have talent. Which would have been a good yeah, thing. Yeah, but no. Like, well, now like, we know that. <laughs> but at the time, she was not being a good friend. Yeah. And she told on Ron and Harry and got his firebolt confiscated. She Again, was doing out of the love. Right, yes. Out of love, but yet. Put those quotes away. What? 
He's a guy and he doesn't understand the women's intuition. Oh, you guys are such Hermione's. Oh, yeah. You're, you're women okay. intuition. Wait, time out. Let's do this. Let's do this exercise real quick. There's a, there's a few characters I want to go over and go like do a rapid fire. What do you think their strength and what do you think their weakness is? Their biggest one. Ooh, oh. yeah. We're going to, we could do deep dives into Enneagram with them. We got to think of that. Oh, did you bring the Enneagram into this? I don't know it. I'll take, I'll take, I'll take a back. I'll take a back. Yeah, we'll bring in Kaylee to yeah. dissect yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Get our psychologist on a staff special. right here. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Harry, what is his best attribute? What is his worst attribute? Resilience. Resilience best. might be his best. Yeah. Would you guys agree? Yeah. Anything else? Um, I mean, Rapid fire. First yeah, like the resilience. Yeah, but uh, there's something. Like there is a bravery there. Stubborn. Like he just gung-ho you know he just takes action very quickly yes like, very yeah, admirable even uh at the at the whomping willow willow doesn't think about going to a proposal. Yes. go let's go he just like brave, has instincts yeah. and he acts resilient. on them immediately yeah brave courageous mm-hmm. resilient love yes yep. what are his weaknesses stubborn <laughs> that was very quick yeah <laughs> true but that can be a strength i mean too I, I don't know yeah. what, but the yeah. acting too quick without thinking yeah right his strength rash. is his weakness yeah. yeah oh compulsive yeah. wow you're Com- right yeah yeah wow fascinating so good. So good. Okay, Ron. Strengths? Compassionate. Big oh, yeah, yeah, big heart, compassionate. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. Good friend. Mm-hmm. Loyal. Yeah. Loyal, yeah. Weaknesses? A, some stupid, He's an dumb. Idiot. Yeah, like, <laughs> dumb, <laughs> like forgetful. Oh, <laughs> doesn't work that hard. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Typical high school, middle school kid. Doesn't work that hard. Doesn't just think wants things to hang through out. at all. Yeah. Yep. But we love him. He's a social little butterfly. He's he's great. Hermione, yeah. what's her strength? Super smart. Mm-hmm. Rule follower. Oh, and determination. Determined. Yeah. Very good one. Rule follower. What's her weakness? Rule follower. Rule follower. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She's determined. Her a little too determined. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, perfectionist. Too logical. Mm. All right. How about Dumbledore? What is his strength? Hmm. Wisdom. <laughs> Like See, yeah, discipline. He's yeah. very like even, even keeled. even keeled. What's his weakness? Does he have a weakness? Yes, many. <laughs> so you, uh, you no, can list like he, them, Danny. It, it, it for would be, us. For me, it's that like arrogance, that like distant. It's like, not arrogant for me to place though, because it's like we don't fully know. Yes, he's yeah, just like popping yeah. in, you know. And that's why but, like one yep, little piece of information people. could change everything. And that's how it was with Hermione. I'm like. She's being a bad friend. She's all over the place. She's not hanging with her people. And then we find out, oh, she's taking tons of classes, a big responsibility yeah. with the timekeeper. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Now I'll forgive her some of the anger. Um, and same with Dumbledore. If we find out something in a future book and I'm like, oh, that's why he did that. Oh, that's why he was holding back in this way or why he came off a little arrogant. Um, he's hairy in the future. He's just being weird to his own past self. Oh, cool. Well, in that case, I can <laughs> I can be a little more down. But at the moment, when I don't know, a little arrogant, a little high above me. Yep. Nice. That's so good. All right. How about Lupin? What's his best attribute? He's like caring, I feel like, mm. for Harry. Um, yeah. He wants the best for his students. I'm not sure. Yeah. Good teacher. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. He is a really good teacher. Yeah. What's his worst? He's a werewolf. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a pretty good one. Yeah. And I feel like in a weird way that there's like a selfishness to that. I, I don't know, like 
Uh, it seems harsh to say selfish, but like he didn't the fact that it. he no, but he wants to be a teacher, and he's willing to put others at risk. Yeah, to but do he it. had it under control. It's just there was a situation that arose. Yeah, but that's I feel like that's the kind of stuff you have to account accident. for. Well, you know? she does, and then that's why he left the yeah. school. But at what cost? Yeah, the cost of Peter Pettigrew escaping to become the Dark Lord's only friend, or uh, but nearly if killing he people. didn't show up. In the uh, Whomping Willow chamber. What, the, the Shrieking, shrieking shack. shack? Yeah. If Lupa didn't show up, I don't think they would have gotten much information out of Sirius Black. would have killed yeah. Pettigrew and then... And no one would know what there. was going on. Yeah. Um, that is interesting. Would that have happened? Black kills Pettigrew. Maybe tries to explain it all to Harry, Ron, and Hermione. But they'd be pissed at him at this Maybe. point. But if he like and fully explains it, would it have lined up? After he if, killed him? Yeah. If he died How? as a rat, would he stay a rat or would he turn back into a human? It's <laughs> a great question. Because that would change things. Yeah. Um, you have to cover the heart, apparently. Oh, yeah, you said that before, too, with Crookshanks jumping on, on his. Of... Yeah. Yeah. I completely would have missed that. But after you said that, I was like, kind of makes sense. The heart. Yeah. Um. I don't know. Oh, what was the other thing I texted the group chat? A lot of stuff. Yeah. We were <laughs> on a rant. Oh, that's things. right. The long it was great. Well, because it was like one more thing I wanted to bring up about the end of the book, but I don't remember what it was. You can go back. I'm going to look. Time travel. Go. <laughs> <laughs> Turn it three times back. <laughs> <laughs> Jen is really entertaining yourself over here. <laughs> she is. <laughs> okay, this oh, is. Oh, breaking Ron's leg. Yeah. Over the line. And again, what? that's why I'm like not down with Sirius Black. Wait, Danny, what did you say? Sorry. Breaking Ron's leg. Oh, that's like, right. I don't understand. But was that why. an accident? I don't remember I sure how it happened. I hope so. If it wasn't an accident, then it's even more over the line. But Wasn't he a dog at the time? Yeah, and he must have been a really big dog. Like, yes. Ron is not tiny. In in the books especially, he's tall. He's bigger yeah. than his brothers. He's like, he's lanky. He's got legs that can get caught places. Okay. But breaking a kid's leg <laughs> and dragging leg. Know, him yeah. down a hallway? Yeah. That is extreme. That's what he did? Yes. Yeah. So from there, I'm just like, he laughs weird at weird moments. Then he wants to kill rats and we're people and he's breaking legs and dragging them down the hallway like the whole thing i'm just like why why drag ron down to the shrieking shack yeah why not have that whole like discussion out in the for harry and is that why break it, his friend's leg and also, drag him into a dark no but like, also tunnel? ron is the one carrying <laughs> scabbers oh ron is the one carrying scabbers so it was really after scabbers but he's like i'm so fixed on scabbers i don't mind if i break this child's leg Well, because he probably would have fought harder when you're in pain you can't do anything you're just there i guess so in the he's wizarding like, world I will break isn't quite as bad yeah you're as... right because you can fix it yeah. afterwards Oh, and that's another good thing that Lupin didn't try and fix it himself like Lockhart because he like, yeah. let's bring him to yeah. the... Even yeah. though we probably know Lupin could have fixed it. Yeah, yeah. But, but he's, that... he's a good professor. That's why that's an <sighs> attribute we love about him. Yeah, you're right. Breaking is, is not as big do of a deal. for the rest of his life? Oh, Wait, who? Lupin. No, oh. like... He's going to go off to do great do. things. <laughs> no one... Everyone knows he's a werewolf. Yeah. But is that such a big deal? Apparently, yes. Yeah. Another thing that I liked you, that you said even in this whole thing in your text thread was the idea of Fidelius 
the Fidelius charm being uh, musical chairs. You have a Philadelphia charm oh, for the person the that's that? like yes. be, that has the Philadelphia charm over them, and then you just keep doing it. There's a person who's a secret keeper for this person. There's a person who's a secret keeper for this person. But the only issue is that is it's probably probably more people you trust. If you get one, you probably get all of them or something like that. Right. Like it might be right. some chain effect. But that was so fascinating to me. Yeah, like because uh, then I just thought that um, if Sirius Black actually was the secret keeper, and he thought that it'd be better to have Peter Pettigrew, great. Then leave the Potters in some town. Yeah. Then Sirius Black runs to a different town, does his own Fidelius charm, lets the uh, Peter Pettigrew be the secret keeper, and then Dumbledore can be a secret keeper, and someone else can. I think kind of layer it a little bit. Yeah. But like you said, it would be a chain. Would the whole chain break? I don't know. <laughs> or is it just more layers of protection? Like, yeah. it'd be impossible to get to the Potters unless you went through each level of the chain. So even if Peter Pettigrew broke the chain... And then Voldemort was able to find Sirius Black. Sirius Black would still be able to die for the Potters and yeah. it wouldn't get to them. So we don't know enough about the charm. There must be more to it. It's not as simple as that. <laughs> Otherwise, they would have done it. Even some more character stuff. So let's, let's finish a few more characters, good and bads. What do you think uh, Snape's is? What do you think his best attribute is? Might be a weird one, but... I feel like similar to Her Hermione, it's that he's just really good at... His job, potions, yeah. I should say, He's not potions. teaching part. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whatever that quality is. I feel like he wants is. to get to the bottom of things, like the truth. Like yeah, a truth. Yeah, that's true. Oh, yeah. okay. He likes truth. He's very determined. I guess. Is that what you would call? I'm trying to figure that. Yeah, maybe. maybe. Yeah, he kind of shares some similar similarities with uh, Hermione there a little bit. What's his worst? Everything else. <laughs> Everything yeah, super emotional. Just, oh, that's true. His emotions take huh. over. He harps on the past. Mm. Bullies he just, students. He's grouchy all the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like never in a good mood. Well, he doesn't have any friends. Yeah. yeah. He's a loner. That's his... Lone wolf. He needs a girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> mm. He needs a girlfriend. Maybe, maybe I mean, that's why of. he's so... Grumpy. He had a girlfriend, and then the girlfriend broke up with him, and he's been bitter ever since. <laughs> Classic. There are no uh, eligible women at Hogwarts. It's McGonagall and Trelawney. And Madam Hooch. Yeah, but Trelawney's like, taken Dumbledore, by Dumbledore. Can, the next yeah, yeah, right. can you hire someone cute and young? You got Madam and, Sprout, like, too. Madam yeah. Pomfrey. Madam Sprout Professor looks... Sprout. Oh, yeah. She looks a little squat, but... Hey, yeah, oh, no, can we Coach yeah, coach or what? Yeah, coach. She looks interesting. <laughs> um, how about Hagrid? What's his best attribute? Caring. I was gonna say he's really caring. Mm. Yeah, so true. Selfless. Mm. Mm. Yeah, great friend. One of the best friends in this whole series. Yeah. Loyal. What's his worst attribute? He's dumb. <laughs> he doesn't. I know that's harsh, but I'm just a little mad at him. Telling right now. strangers, <laughs> freaking, where how to get past his three-headed dog, Fluffy, just taking yeah. a dragon's yeah. egg. What an idiot. He's gullible. Yeah. That's the word. I, I was yeah. gonna say naive, but I'm like, I feel like that doesn't fit mm -hmm. gullible. I like that for a lot of our character assessments, they've been balanced. Like the same thing that makes them good. Their their strength is also their weakness. Yeah. Like his his big heart is what makes him mm. gullible. Yeah. yeah. And he trusts the wrong people because he is very trusting. He cares. He's a lovable guy. Yeah, he is very caring. He's he's a great character in this. Do we miss any characters? Malfoy? He doesn't oh. come up in this book, so we don't have to talk yeah, about him. He really him. doesn't. Okay. He just gets slapped <laughs> we'll once for one. <laughs> <laughs> um, What is your favorite moment in this whole book? 
Oh god. I know it's a lot to go back on. Hmm. We've been doing this for the past month, but what is your favorite moment in this whole entire book? I love this shrieking shack where everything's revealed. Yeah. yeah. Serious wow. Black. So much information. Yeah. Peter Pettigrew. You get the story. Yeah, that was really good. Ditto. <laughs> Yeah, the Patronus stuff was also really cool. Oh, yeah. And oddly enough, the Quidditch match that she actually wrote well and like did the whole thing, that was like a really fun chapter. Yeah. First yeah. time I enjoyed a Quidditch match. Love a good Quidditch chapter. <laughs> I'm pretty uh pretty alone in those, but me and Danny. Um yes. I think that's probably I one like of my them. favorites too. I, I I like I really love this book. I love the Quidditch chapter. I love uh um just the one line where Harry it says Harry understood. And like he nodded, like throw it too tight to speak. He just nodded when he finally understood that Sirius didn't betray his parents. Love that. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was big. And then here's the final question. Rank this book. How did you guys like this book? Better than the other two? Worse than the other two? Middle? I feel like it keeps getting yeah. better for yeah. me. So this would be one and then two, yeah. three. Nice. I like the first one better than the second one. Maybe this one better than the first. I think on my second read through, I will like this one better than the first. Mm. But the first is pretty magical. Yeah. It's the introduction to everything. So I think that's why I didn't like I still it. Feel like, oh, really? Because I'm like, I want more in depth. Yeah. Mm. In depth, juicy yeah. details. The, <laughs> why, why, why? Instead of like. And this looks Hogwarts is centered in the, but you like that like geography and like wasn't that in the first book? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I guess. So I feel like yeah, laying yeah. the foundation of where everything is, how everything works. <laughs> Meanwhile, I like these details of what's happening, yeah. and I yeah. want to guess. This the is definitely the this book that we is. Yeah, there's like so much going on. It's really cool. This was um, the book that made me like start wanting to hug them. Yeah, <laughs> I still can't really get over this yeah. cover. Though. You know the feel know. of the classes and everything. The Honestly, cover is ridiculous. You gotta take the yeah. covers off these books. Because I, yep. but I didn't know. Like it's like you don't know what anything is until yeah. I'm done. But still, <laughs> like I, I was tempted to look at the next book for because I have the cover. Are you gonna take the cover off? I don't know. I <laughs> have. Like, I kind of like looking at. It. I take the cover off just because <laughs> I don't want to ruin the paper part of it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But that's just a nice side bonus. But your pages are falling out. That's a great point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're worried about the cover when your pages are literally. Well, the cover is pristine. <laughs> you just want the outside to look good. Of the course. inside could be of a course. mess. Mm-hmm. Got it. Just, yeah. Like yeah, just like life. Just like <laughs> um, Anything else about these books? This book in particular? It was really good. And my uh, doctor that I work with was like, so are you guys done? Are you on four? Did you finish four? I was like, no, we're still on three (laughs) because we are delayed because we can't find time in our schedules. (laughs) And she's like, I can't believe you can just wait. Just read ahead. Don't just don't tell them. Read ahead. And I was like, no, they need they need accurate uh, reactions. Well, I like that we're catching up now so that Yeah. You're welcome. We don't have any podcasts left to release, right? Like yeah. We're recording this one and it will be released. Mm -hmm. We're recording this one on Saturday, September twenty fourth, and it's gonna be released on the twenty sixth. So that's Monday. nuts. Yeah. So and we I are guess completely caught up. People will watch people, the movie tomorrow and yeah. record that podcast. 
yeah. tomorrow or later in the week. So I love being caught up. I think that's really cool. Everyone yeah. Oh, and can happy join belated us. birthday to Hermione. Yeah. And to I you. Say that. Oh, stop it. That's not what <laughs> I said. Birthday's the same as Hermione's. <laughs> well, yes, but happy birthday, Hermione. Yeah. Um, you guys looking forward to the next book? Yes. Very much so. It's just Can't very wait. intimidating. It's so I guess we large. have a little bit to like discuss that. before we start reading, but what are we going to do? Three chapters, five chapters, and should we wait? Or can um, we start now? We'll play that by ear. Let me look through the chapters. There is, it's a long book, and this is exactly like what we want from this um, series is that she like does more world building. So some of the chapters are less dense than like the end of Prisoner of Azkaban, but it's better because you want more information on each Yeah. One. So it's like, it's a more enjoyable reading experience, I think from this point on. But uh, some of the chapters, like she'll, like we will for sure later down, we'll have to do one chapter for like five or six of the chapters. But for this one, we could probably skip through the first five chapters of a uh, starting and then we can kind of go from there. You cruise through. So All I right, will look nice. at it later today and I'll uh, let you guys know the, what, we'll, what we'll read for uh, this next upcoming week. Excellent. We're back into reading. Yeah. We're so excited. <laughs> anyway, thank you so much for joining us on our journey of Harry Potter and the first time readers. like Harry, Ron, and Hermione are my friends and they miss me. Yeah, we have to go back to them. <laughs> like, oh, I want to hang with my friends. This is again. why I revisit it every year. I'm like, my friends are missing me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I did get in a huge debate once with my friends about books being truly friends or not. I was like, books are friends from you. Like, people in books, I know so well.